Welcome to the Your Brother Show. A somewhat comedic podcast where two very different brothers talk about life, learning, and whatever else is on their minds. I'm Steven. And I'm Peter. Well, hello, my brother Peter. Welcome to the Your Brother Show, a show where you and me talk about stuff and tell the world. Bum, bum, bum. Thanks for the welcome. It's good to be here. It's good to have you here. Alrighty, this week is going to be a fun one. Do you agree? Yes, I do. Quite so. We already had a little pre-show uh, 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 banter, bitter banter, banters is a bitters. So we're all warmed up and our vocal cords are have audulated well, so we're ready to talk. A little uh, brother banter, brother banter. Right there. Brother. <laughs> Welcome to the Oh Brother Banter Show. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, Rename it's a it. New podcast. domain. Okay. Um, that's going to be our podcast for Patreons only. So you can we have a Patreon? What? Patreon. Um, nope, but now I feel like we should. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but along those notes, I did put a little, um, there is Anchor, the podcasting host we use, has a way for like support. So if someone mm-hmm. does want to support the podcast, they mm-hmm. can like click on support on our website and like give us money every month. So because I, I make- mean, I won't say no. We don't make money from the the podcast, and it takes time to do it. So if anyone did want to 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 pay for it, then that would help us keep making it. So you know, yeah, for just one small fee of two million dollars. No, just like five bucks a month, and there you Tax go. Free. Yeah, so I was Stephen doing math breakfast. on. I was yeah, exactly. I was doing the math on like support like that, and it's like it breaks down really nicely. You know, all you need uh four hundred people at ten bucks a month, and then like that'd be good. <laughs> Right? Like, it's not that big a deal. So just get I'm like, that. <clears throat> I'm like, 400 people. I know 400 people. Come on, man. Yeah. Just like, so, tell me I, I want to start a campaign that's just called, like, the Kick It campaign. So it's just other people paying for other people's lives just for them to kick it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this all stemmed from, like, I don't want to do work. So how can I have other people <laughs> pay for me just to do life? So I might start that, the Kick It campaign. If you guys think that's a good idea, let me know. I'm sure it's like, because, yeah, bunches of rich people, 10 bucks a month for them. Poof. Like, come on. But do you know 400 rich people? I know 400 rich enough people. That like you enough? I mean, I like to think I'm a likable guy. I guess 10 bucks a month, that's like an Apple Music subscription or like that's less than a Netflix subscription. It's like coffees a month. It's pretty much like coffee. It's like a coffee and a half nowadays, pretty much. I mean, I guess it depends where you live. Here it's a coffee and a half. (laughs) So what if everyone did that for like everyone else that they knew? Instead of paying money for other things, they just like support people. I know. So I was trying to do this. I, I did it. I was trying to do this like math problem in my head one night. And I was like, I'm sorry, too tired to like figure it out. But I was like, well, what if there's a way, what number of people we you need for just everybody to give each other $10 and then everybody has enough money to live with that? I feel like there's some equation of that that should work. Just like, yes, but where would they get the money from? No, because we already all have money. And so you start giving it to different people and you get it and they get it and you get it and you get it. So I feel like I feel like there's some math equation that should work out. But at what point does the money run out and no more money come in? No, because you're constantly giving it. So just. Interesting. Yeah, yeah maybe there is. Um, there could be. So I tried to do this math equation again the other day and I was like. I feel like it's, there's. I didn't reach a conclusion though. I didn't reach like no, this wouldn't work. But I didn't reach a conclusion that this will work. So I was like, well, you fell asleep in, in like in like one minute that night. <laughs> like math. Uh, oh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> anyway, okay. So uh, moving on to our first question, Peter. These are very, very, 
very important questions, okay? From the bottom of my heart, I am ready. Or the top. I in want the middle. The top. Somewhere in the middle. Oh, the top. Okay, I got that. It's up. It's, yeah. <gasps> what is in your fridge right now? I figured uh, I would take a picture so I can just like look at the picture and tell you what's in there. So top left, there's a bowl, a big bowl with um, some fruit in there, some sliced up strawberries and, and then berries and raspberries. On top of that, there's a plate with chicken de-thawing. Yeah, no thawing, not de-thawing, it's just thawing. Right? On top yeah. of the fruit? The fresh fruit? That it's on a bowl. It's on a, it's, no, the bowl has a lid and then there's a plate on the bowl and then there's a bag, of, a bag of frozen chicken that's thawing on top of that because okay. that's dinner. Okay tonight um behind that there's some uh greek yogurt with strawberry i used to not like greek yogurt but there's a stuff that I has know. like the strawberry stuff in the bottom that you mix in and then it tastes good so it's cool because it's like fun it's separated at first there's just the yogurt on top and the strawberry like stuff at the bottom and you get to mix it's it together a and, it's show. Like, mm. and then there's uh some cinnamon applesauce behind that there's a bag with a few pieces of pizza um there's a few more containers of strawberries then we have a drawer that has cheese and bacon and tortillas below that there's some leftovers uh um, bacon in a little container corn and then rice there's a jar of pickles very important um there is one little green pepper that i picked out of my backyard yesterday while i was mowing um it's supposed to be a bell pepper i think but it's like a lot smaller so i don't even know if it's good but i i kept it because i didn't want to mow over it um there is a container with dried apricots there's, uh, there are two plates on top of each other with a bunch of crepes, also known as Swedish pancakes, in between there. Below that, um, bottom of the left, there are, there's a little uh, bag of baby carrots. There's a bag of spinach. Um, there's a container of lettuce. There's a container with some baby carrots in there. There's a container on top of that with pesto in it, homemade pesto. Um, on top of the container of, of salad next to that, there's um, a container of blueberries container of raspberries beside that there's a container of strawberries blueberries and raspberries on top of that there's a lot of berries this weekend tomorrow's my wife's birthday and we're having birthday parties and one of the, the dessert is crepes with berries in between all wrapped up so we have lots of fruit for that so there's normally not this much fruit in the fridge and there's not normally this much food in the fridge so after this weekend this answer would be very different okay um, but continuing down the fridge in the bottom left drawer there's a big bag of big carrots and some other vegetables in there that we normally eat. To the drawer to the right of that, there's a bag of grapes, and I think some apples or oranges, one of those things in there. Um, and then on the door of the fridge, there's butter, both cubes, uh, sticks, sticks, not cubes, sticks of butter and like a thing of like spreadable butter. Um, there's five and a half avocados, lime juice, lemon juice. Um, below that, on the left, there's this uh, green smoothie thing. Um, it makes uh, it easier for Savannah to take vitamins that are yucky, and she takes the smoothie after that to help it go down better. Then there's a, a thing of heavy whipping cream, a container of rice milk. Um, beside that, there's a thing of like plain coffee creamer, and then half and half, and then jam and peanut butter, and a bunch of packets of Taco Bell sauce. <laughs> Bottom left, there's a small container of milk for making the Swedish pancakes. Normally we don't have regular milk because we don't, neither of us drink it, we drink rice milk instead. But the Swedish pancake recipe called for milk, so we had to get milk. Um, and then there's a strawberry banana smoothie drink. Sometimes she drinks the green one, sometimes she drinks the strawberry banana one to help the vitamins go down. Then there's mayonnaise, mustard, um, bottle of water. Oh, and there's ketchup and 
Ooh, the best, one of the best inventions ever, a tube to squirt um, sour cream out of. I guess sour cream in a tube. Way better than like a, a dish to scoop it out of. There's a bag with spam in it and some salad dressing. The whole time you were talking, I realized how big regular fridges are. This is a small, this is, this is just the two thirds of the bottom one. Even so, like it's smaller than some could be. But yeah, there's a lot. It can fit a lot in there. Normally, it's not that full. But I mean, we have to feed people this weekend, so feed people. I was like, man, you hear a lot of fruit. <laughs> like you said something about strawberries. And you said nothing something about strawberries, and you're like, then we just have some strawberries. And like, whoa, you gotta like your strawberries. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, three containers of strawberries plus a bowl with strawberries in it, plus raspberries and blueberries. Yeah, those are the three best fruits, and it's for the yeah. So, wow, that gives like a little snapshot of your life. That's yeah, amazing. what's in your fridge? What's in your wallet? Oh wait, wrong, wrong, wrong commercial. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we have a t we have a, a a mini fridge in our in our cube because our I fridge so. in our tiny house isn't done yet. It'll be like an apartment size, like regular fridge size ish, Ooh, almost. Cool. So that'll be nice. But right now we still have a mini fridge, um, so it doesn't hold as much. And I should have taken a picture of it because then that would be like that was really smart of you. Or cheating, I kind of like to think. But I'll start in the door because that seems easier to me. Um, so in our door we have lime juice, lemon juice. We have a little thing of leftover beans, I think. And then we have um, a lemon in there, like a fresh lemon. And then we have, oh, we have like these sauce things from Trader Joe's that Sarah's mom sent her. One's like a cinnamon, it's a cinnamon bun like spread. So the whole thing just tastes like a cinnamon roll. No, a cinnamon roll spread. The whole thing just tastes like a cinnamon roll. And then we have one that's a pumpkin spice spread. Anyway, so we have that. Um, we have milk in there because Sarah from work, she'll bring home like, like a, um, cup of milk because she can from Starbucks as like her mark out drink. Anyway, so that's the only reason why we have like regular milk. If not, we don't buy it because we do oat milk and blackmail milk. Anyway, um, so we have that in the fridge. We also have, ooh, some dark chocolate sauce way better than like her. So Hershey's makes like the regular chocolate sauce, which is no good, but they make a dark chocolate one that I've only been mm. able to find at Walmart mm, and it's much better. Anyway, so that's in our door, and then we have like a little drawer thingy that has like a bunch of condiments in it. So like ketchup, mustard. No, we got rid of the mustard. No, maybe we still have mustard in there. Mustard. We might have mayonnaise in there. Don't have us drink that. Um, soy sauce. You don't have <laughs> drink, soy sauce in your drink fridge. Drink mayonnaise. Drink mayonnaise. What? Eat mayonnaise. You guys don't have soy sauce in your fridge. Just realize uh, that. No, we don't use soy sauce. We use liquid aminos, and that's stored in the cupboard, not the fridge, because you don't need it in the fridge. Well, you don't really need soy sauce in the fridge either. But... Um, liquid aminos. Okay. okay yeah, okay, it's okay. it's the same thing as soy sauce. Basically, yeah, it's just yeah, better for you. And I don't pour it on rice like myself. It's just in recipes and stuff. Okay. I never like soy sauce um, for that. So we have soy sauce in there. We have cheese in that drawer. We have, oh, I love salami. So we have sliced salami in there. Mm. Um, we have some other cheese. I feel like we have some other condiments in there, but I can't remember. Oh, I think we have some teriyaki sauce and maybe some like liquid smoke or something like that. Maybe. can't remember. Um, and then in the fridge, we have like these yogurt drinks, like these Greek yogurt drinks that we'll say and I will have for breakfast. So we have that. We have oat milk and magnet milk. And then we have peanut butter. We keep our peanut butter in the fridge for some reason. Cause we do too. Oh, because we do the natural. Yeah. We do the natural peanut butter. That's fine. Um, and then I feel like we have more stuff in there. Oh, we have butter. Uh, we do like this like butter spread, which is good. 
and easier to put on like sandwiches and stuff. Um, we have, right now we have some salsa. We have um, um, pasta sauce. We can just like always have pasta sauce in the fridge. And I feel like we have something else that I'm not remembering. Oh, <laughs> we have a bottle of margarita mix in there as well. That's what we have. It's like just something like that. I got all laying down in the little mini fridge. Um, which also makes good lemonade. If you just put it in, like you mix it with like, instead of tequila, you mix it with it's like some water and ice. It makes good lemonade. So that's a top tip for you there. Um, and I think, and I think that's about it. I feel like just, I feel like we maybe have another leftover in there of something. But yeah. I was just going to ask about leftovers. I don't know if you mentioned any leftovers. We, well, I feel like we have like one little thing of leftovers. We don't really have leftovers that much because usually when we make stuff, it's just a little bit for the two of us. And then since our fridge isn't that big, we really try to make, don't really, we try to make stuff to not have leftovers, if that makes sense. That makes sense. So, um, yeah. You had nice. first. And in our freezer, we have some ice and some frozen berries. No, that's next some... week. Don't talk. No. Oh, oh that's uh, next. Uh, Take that back. One fridge this week, freezer next week. Come on. I took it. I didn't take pictures of my freezer, so I'm not prepared. <laughs> well, ours is like the size of like a laptop, so <laughs> doesn't hold very much. So uh, anyway, that is what's in our fridges, y'all. So you can let us know what's in your fridge. If there's like a staple, like what would you say is like a staple that's always in your fridge? Um, always in the fridge. Probably carrots are generally always in there. <clears throat> and spinach is usually always in there um and cheese cheese oh we have some raspberries in our fridge too that's what we have yeah raspberries are really good we don't always have those but those are really good okay moving on just like that boom, boom. Just like a little... <gasps> moving on already if you could only speak one word today, what would it be? Girl. Girl, you really got me now. You got me so I can't see my son. Uh, why? Girl. Girl, girl, girl. Girl, girl? Girl, girl. Girl, girl. It's like the most I've ever heard Peter say the word girl. It's because we're having a girl. Congratulations. Thanks. That's amazing. Yeah. Girl. Hey. Yeah. I was trying to think back in my head. I was like, wait, did I know that before? I don't think I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. See, that like, I that question fits your thing perfectly. Right? Eh? I was yes. I was thinking before of how to how to say it during the podcast. <laughs> and then you, you write that question and I tell my wife. And I'm like, oh, that question's perfect for that. Nice. That's awesome. So when did you guys find out? We found out a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Because I was trying to remember how you are for the last 16 weeks now. Like 14, 15, yeah. 14, 15, 15 and a half, 15.7. So, so 16, basically. 15. Nice. That's awesome. So you guys, are you guys slowly collecting names to pick from? Or do you guys have no, like we, a name we, like... We already have a name decided. Ah, uh, let's get this figured. You guys would have a name. Yeah. Um, uh, Steve Arena, though. That could be... I just put that out there. It's, it's a name available. Thanks. We'll, Stevie. We'll, we'll file that away. <laughs> You're like, I'll stick that in the, the bottom cabinet. of the pile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you guys. Thanks. So now I can just send you like all sorts of girly stuff. Oh, it'll be so cute. Yeah. I'll keep sending just like an Amazon subscription, just like boxes of flowers to your, to your place every, every day. Cool. 
there'd be like different flowers. There'd be like plastic flowers and styrofoam flowers and like all that kind of stuff. Big inflatable flowers. Mm. Packing peanuts that looked like little flowers. So if it was a boy, what would you send? Dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Puppy dog tails. (laughs) Sticks. Maybe some rocks for good measure. That makes sense. Cool. I might put in like a wooden airplane. All right. I'm not heartless. Whoa. I'm mostly just rocks and sticks. Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, very nice. Uh, what would you What would you say if you could only speak one word? Girl, of course. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. I answered the question for you too. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. I didn't really have an answer to that question, so that's great. I figured most of your questions you didn't really have answers for, so. No, I did. I just, I don't know. <laughs> something, no, in, something, in, something deep inside me was saying, I need to ask Peter this question. There's just a little girl fairy that was floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, dokie. So and then after that question, which would be girl, uh, we have a discussion topic, which I decided that I've been tired of like bitter bantering about different discussion topics and sometimes somehow they always seem to end up depressing to me. So, Peter, I want you to enlighten me about the history of Sharpie. Okay, sharpie.com slash about. Here we go. A brief history. Picture of old man with white beard. 1857. Frederick W. Reddington and William H. Sanford Jr. founded Sanford Manufacturing Company in Worcestershire, Massachusetts. The company focused on producing and selling ink and glue. Below that picture of old building, 1866. The company expanded and relocated to Chicago. Picture of bottle of some kind of fluid, maybe glue, maybe something else. 1899. After narrowly escaping the Great Chicago Fire of 1871, Sanford's original factory succumbed this time to yet another disastrous fire. By 1900, Sanford had rebuilt its headquarters in downtown Chicago. Picture of an ad of some of their products, most likely. In celebration of Sanford's 70th birthday, the company commissioned Norman Rockwell to create a painting for advertising use. The ad appeared in several magazines with the caption, It's lucky for you, child, your granddad wrote this will with Sanford's ink. (laughs) Picture of the company's headquarters. 1930 through 1964, Sanford continued to grow. Quality products and strong distribution helped the company prosper, even though the Great Depression even through the Great Depression, not though. Man, I'm slipping up again. In 1940, the company changed its name to Sanford Ink Company. Bum, bum, bum. Here's where we see the first picture of Sharpie pens. This is, this is cool. 1964, Sanford turned its focus to the emerging marker business and introduced the Sharpie marker. The Sharpie Fine Point Black Marker became the first pen-style permanent marker. It wrote on almost any surface from glass, wood, and stone to plastic, metal, and, of course, paper. NBC talk show hosts Johnny Carson and Jack Parr were some of the first celebrity endorsers. Below that, there's a picture of a uh, peacock with the feathers are different colors, Sharpie pens. That's kind of kind of clever. That'd be a cool desk ornament That's right there. pretty epic. Yeah. 1979, a new style tip is introduced in four colors, the Sharpie Extra Fine Point Marker. Holiday promotion with lots of pictures of Sharpies and lots of colors because... They have lots of colors in the Sharpie markers. 1991 through 1997, the popularity of Sharpie markers continued to soar in the 1900s due in part to the $5, no, $5, $5 billion mem- memorabilia industry. Autograph seekers oh. and celebrities alike use Sharpie markers on everything from posters and trading cards to balls and jerseys. 
picture of the United States with two Sharpie markers equals house. Not sure how that works. <laughs> it's a pretty funny picture. So if you have two Sharpie markers, you basically have a house. Is that what well, I'm Well, and neither of those picture. Sharpie colors are black. They're blue and green, and everything, the ink is all in black. <laughs> yeah, the rest of this picture was drawn with a black Sharpie marker, which isn't there. Anyway, 1997 through 2002, over this six-year stretch, five different Sharpie markers made debut. Sharpie markers were also introduced in a variety of new colors. By the end of 2002, over 200 million Sharpie markers were produced, enough for approximately two Sharpie markers per every household in America. Aha, the picture makes sense now. Two markers mm. equals household. It should be like per. What's the per sign? Like slash. That's how you do a per, right? Slash, I think, maybe. Sharpie gained <laughs> added notoriety with a successful advertising and marketing campaign. Sharpie jumped into sports marketing by sponsoring PGA golfers Arnold Palmer, David Toms, Chad Campbell, and Gary Player. Terrell Owens and Sharpie scored a touchdown, an unexpected, now famous end zone celebration in 2001 resulted in approximately $5 million in publicity. Picture of person signing something with a Sharpie. 2002, Sharpie became the title sponsor of NASCAR's most popular event, the Sharpie 500, as well as sponsoring NASCAR Nextel Cup driver Kurt Busch. Picture of new Sharpies. Ooh, double tip Sharpies. There's like a chisel end on one side and a point on the other side. 2002 to 2005, new Sharpie products really gained momentum during this time with the launch of six new Sharpie products and the introduction of 12 more colors, bringing the spectrum of Sharpie to 24 bold colors. An American icon celebrated 40 years by teaming up with Kurt Busch and renaming the home of Sharpie, Shelbyville, Tennessee, to Sharpieville, USA, by the end for the day in March. For the day in March, yeah. Oh, for the day. They just named it that for the day. I see. Sharpieville, USA. Um, below that, there are pictures of more Sharpies in little stands all lined up. 2005 to present, today Sharpie stands for far more than just markers made to write on, stand out on, and stay on practically any surface. It's permanent marker born for unique, unruly, courageous, outrageous self-expression that never ever fades from glory. We are the bold, original, genuine article and cultural icon of permanent markers. It's a very bold statement at the end. Right? And it's like, I don't know, it has the whole history, but at the end, it's just 2005 through present. It's like, has nothing happened since 2005 to now 2020? That's 15 years of just, like, clumping everything together. Although, I will say, that is a most, this is a really, like, nice page. It's well laid out, it's short enough, like, it gives you all the synopsis, all the hit points. Good job, Sharpie. I mean, the layout could be a little better. There's some formatting issues uh, where, like, the headlines are, like, squished up to the image, and then, like, there should be another space in this p between these two paragraphs. Um, I mean, it's simple. It's just image text, image text, image text, back and forth. It's nothing like, whoa, this page looks so cool. It's right, so they need some help. Okay, I got it. it. Design-wise, it, it, could, it could be improved. It is also a pet peeve, I mean, when they put, like, um, the pictures before the words. So, like, as I was saying to the line, like, the above picture is what has to do with the bottom text. Yeah, so it's like picture, headline, and then text, and the picture goes with the headline. Um, it's It would be fine if the layout was better, so you should have picture, headline, text, a bigger space, and then picture, headline, text, so you know the picture goes with the next headline. But right now, the picture is so close to the text that looks like the picture goes with the text. Yeah. Um, so this is now turned into critiquing <laughs> Sharpie's history on the website. I mean, I design websites, like, for my job and landing pages and stuff. So, so yeah, that's, I'm, I have, could have lots to say about it. That's true. That's awesome. Um, well, thank you, Peter, for the history of Sharpie. Now You're very welcome. I figured it was, it was a pen, and you use pens. 
The only thing I could come up with besides this was something about space, and we all know how much you have to talk about space, so I thought some kind of writing utensil was better. Yes, space, because um, it's, it's out there. I could write the word space in a Sharpie. There's plenty of space out in space. For my 18th birthday, someone gave me um, an 18-pack of Sharpies and like an 18-pack of pencils and an 18-pack of pens and all these different things. It was pretty cool. Man, do you still have those? Yeah, of course. That's Sharpies, 18 Sharpies, like... Gold. <laughs> Don't get yourself. Careful. It's a Sharpie. Yeah. It's sharp. Alrighty, Peter. Well, thank you for the history. Do you have anything else to add to that? Section? Mm, I don't think so. What's your favorite uh, Sharpie color? My bad is black. It's yeah, useful. it's good. It's black. If not like a good blue, but a black. These other things. I did get Sharpies, though, the other day, that they have, like, little caricatures on them. So I have a blue one that has a penguin on it. I have a red one that I think has, like, kissy lips on it. I have a green one that has, like, Christmas tree on it. And I have, oh, I think the, no, the black one has a penguin. The um, blue one has, like, a tie on it. Why? I don't know. They're just fun. It was, like, their holiday pack. Huh. That's cool. And they're fun. Because I call it my little penguin Sharpie. Uh, all right, Peter. Question number three. This one. Are you prepared for this one? Viewers, be warned. I, I I'm prepared now because I, I can see it. But when I first read it, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> wow, what a question, huh? Why viewers, did you come up with this question? No, I can't. Viewers, know, viewers, be warned. If you have young kids, shield their ears. I mean, it's not that for fear I mean, of sheer horror. No, not that. I might not be that ramping intense. it up a little high, but like, I mean, oh, okay. people could well, just bring leave down, right now. Bring down your 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 expectation of the vulgarness of this. Um, Peter, if you could wedgie any historical figure, who would you pick? Um, so I've been Googling, trying to find out who invented the wedgie. Um, <laughs> and I haven't really come to an answer. I don't know if there's like a person who invented it. <laughs> but can whoever, nail that down to one human. <laughs> whoever invented it or did it first, that person. <laughs> You want to wedgie that person? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you want to wedgie the wedgier? The wedger? The wet wedgier? Wedgie it? Wedgie it? Do you want to wedgie the wedgier and change his name to wedgie? Reggie the wedgie? Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> That's who you'd pick? The wedgier? It yeah. feels like an innocent, an innocent contribution to society, right? Yeah, I just I just do it to him. Okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not going back and like would you do stopping like, him from inventing it. Would it be like a like a little one or like a Wow. This is mm. Yeah, I actually might I not. I might, <laughs> might like not. bring you along and have you do it for me. <laughs> but but then you gotta tell me, a little one or a whoosh? Um no? Yeah, just a just a little. Just a little, a little tug. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortableness. Okay. Um, I think mine would either be like somebody like Genghis Khan or like Hitler or like somebody like that. Cause I feel like that might help them just like, just recenter their life a little bit, you know, <laughs> just like you, you get all the way up to them, you, you distract the guards, you do all kind of thing, you know, like you pull a gun on them or whatever. And then you're like, nah, man, whoop, and then you just walk away and they're kind of stuck with that in their life. Be like, whoa, what does this mean? So maybe 
maybe it would like set them off on the right path, you know? So you're saying you're going to stop wars from happening by wedging the bad guys? It's the power of the wedgie, you know? Because I feel like it just throw them off their groove, you know? Because like if they're like, they got the momentum going or, you know, they're like all bad and cool and blah, blah, and lead them and destroy the world and someone just comes up behind them and whoop. And now I'll probably give a little, give a little extra tug on those ones. A little whoop, whoop. But, um, what if they didn't have underwear? Well, then they're in for more than they bargained for. Um, underwear was invented in the 1930s, so if you go, if you wedgie anyone before that, they might not With have the modern 1930s? underwear. Yeah, like modern underwear was the 1930s. That's modern underwear. I'm sure they. I'm sure there's some. If they're decent people, there's some fabric down there. There's something, just their pants is just whoop. Maybe like their shorts. Toga, whoop. Might not have the same effect though if it's just like shorts. I don't know. I feel like a tunic. I feel like you could give a good whoop. You, you reach under and grab the front side of the tunic and whoop. It's a tunic, not a dress. <laughs> tunic. Um, anyway, I feel like that might that might help life, you know? Like recenter people. Just anybody who's, especially now too, just like anybody who's like straying from the path, you know, you just go behind them and whoop. Go on, stay, stay straight. Whew. Like a little wake-up call? I, I feel like, you know? Uh, yeah, try, test that out. Let me know how that goes. Write a book about that yeah. or something. Yeah. Why is your right. voice going I up? <laughs> uh, well, I, I just think it'd land me in prison or something. I don't know if I have quite the right personality for that, you know? Wait, you can Almost. go to prison for wedging people? It depends who you wedgie, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, start small and work your way up. Start small? Not gonna go well, around like, working kids. That's no, terrible, not like Peter. physically small, like statu- <laughs> staturally, staturally, culturally, economically. Um, hey, but we were talking earlier that we have an invention for the world. Um, so if kids, if you're being bullied in school, if there's somebody that's just wedging you and you want them to stop, we're gonna invent this thing called the perforated underwear. So if this bully comes behind you and just gives you a wedgie, whoop, it's just gonna rip out and it's gonna be left with just a strip in your a strip in their hand of your underwear. And I feel like this could be sponsored by Sharpie, maybe. Sharpie could make some ink that like only like gets released when like the bully pulls the perforated part of the underwear. And so then they're left with this like this inked hand. So everybody will know what they tried to do to you. And everybody can go around and laugh at the bully. Yeah. I do I do like this idea a lot. Um but Upon Googling it, someone already invented it. The perforated... In, in 2007. Well, it's not perforated, it's Velcro. So these kids, Jared and Justin Sarovich, created the f- world's first wedgie-proof underwear, the Ripaway 1000. So they took regular yes. underwear, they just like cut the top off and then added Velcro. So that way That's it just... pretty good. Yeah. But have the, have, do they have the ink idea? I want the, I want the person who's doing the wedging to be marked i want them well, to be wouldn't that mark the person wearing the underwear too like get all over no, them no it only happens like when you like pull it out or something there's got to be some like release valve you know like i'm thinking of like if somebody robs a bank and they have the stacks of money there'll be like ink in some of those and so then like when they'll go running out like the ink will explode so a they're marked and a they can't use the bills and stuff have you heard of how this? do you, how this do you like know that don't worry about it don't worry about it other countries have different laws anyway um so i want something like that for underwear huh um we'll talk to those bank people that have money and vaults and security and stuff and get them to make it okay perfect an exploding dyed underwear rip away perforated it could be the the wedgie proof underwear 1000 mark 
two. There we go. <laughs> one thousand and one. Okay. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for joining our podcast today. Um, Peter, do you have anything else to add to this equation that is the podcast? Yes, we have a, an email from a listener, Ethan Hill, um, in response to our last episode about <laughs> concepts and such. He said, great episode. Just wanted to respond to some of your questions. Book recommendations, since okay. you asked for thank those. Thank you. Uh, he said, Amazing Grace by Eric Metaxas, the William Wilberforce story. Ooh. So there you go. I will look that up promptly. And then concepts he likes. Um, he said, I think you could call them concepts. Uh, be a fountain, not a drain. So produce, don't just consume. Give, don't just take. Don't try to boil the, boil the ocean. Basically, don't try to do too much. Limitations breed creativity. Fake it, then go make it. And needs plus resources equals solutions, the entrepreneurial formula. And he said, way to go in the ice bath and homegrown coffee roasting. Um, when I read um, Limitations Breed Captivity, I first read it as Limitations Breed In Captivity. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> limitations Breed In Captivity. Man. Hmm. Wow. Uh, but that's not what the question, that's not what the <laughs> statement says. Nope. <laughs> it's fun to share that little tidbit of when I first uh, read it. Um, thank you, Ethan Hill. Everybody else, if you have anything to add to this equation that is limitations in captivity, I mean this podcast, uh, be sure to email us, hi at obrother.show. You can DM yeah, us. Yeah, if you want to let us know what's in your fridge. Medias. Let us know what's in your fridge. And it's something strange. I feel like I want to have like the strangest thing in your fridge. Like I don't know. I don't really have anything that strange in my fridge. I have some chapstick in my fridge, but that's not super strange. But it's a strange thing to have in the fridge, I suppose. So I got mm -hmm. chapstick. So that's... It's currently the most strange thing that's in a fridge that I know of. Um, is that stranger than half an avocado? Yeah. Like, it's Hawaii. Everybody has half an avocado. Oh, that Except for us right now. How about, um, let's see. Mm. Yeah, I guess mine doesn't have all that strange stuff. It's kind of normal stuff. One bottle of water. Mayonnaise. You got a tube of sour cream, eh? Yeah, that's, that's, just, that's just cool, not strange, I think. That's just cool. Okay. Um, alrighty, um, people... Uh, find what hasn't been done and make it done goodbye bye I feel like I feel like that was a good one <laughs>